Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. All right, guys. So I'm pumped to be with you guys here and always honored uh, to be here in Glenn's epic 
Breakfast with Champions Club. So, guys, if you haven't followed, go ahead and grab the Breakfast with Champions Greenhouse at the top and join because they have the best rooms. We really have the best rooms every single day of the week except Sunday. Uh, I think we take Sundays off at this point. Um, but I want to unpack a few things today since we are uh, tackling that you are the problem and the solution. So some of the things I'm going to talk about is the rapid procrastination elimination formula. And that's one thing. We're going to talk about the alter ego. We're going to talk about 80-20. And then also I have a little special guest as well. And he is in from uh, Africa. I just had a great uh, conversation with him. He's head of a nonprofit uh, so I'm going to bring him up at some point here soon as well. My friend Ronald, uh, Ronald message me so I can find you if you are here as well. So we can get you in, uh, because I want you to share a little bit of your story because I want to invite you guys also to participate in making a difference in the lives of some, uh, children in Africa as well. Um, just as part of, part of my passion, part of my heart is, you know, we, we want to become greater so that we can have greater impact and that we can serve and impact others, right? So uh, I see my friend Ronald here, perfect, all right? Um, so what we're gonna do, I wanna begin a little bit with talking about procrastination and elimination, but I'm curious, as I look at all the wonderful and beautiful and talented and amazing and brilliant people in this room, I've just scrolled through the whole room, and I'm curious, who's procrastinating on something right now? Who has something that they know they're meant to do that is a big opportunity, a big uh, shift in their life or career? Uh, flash your mic if you've got something that you're procrastinating on right now. Let me see if you're on stage and you got a, something you're procrastinating on. Because I found that procrastination is one of the biggest challenges in elimination. All right, Victor, I see you, my man. Why don't you go first? Yeah. Tell us a little bit what you're procrastinating on and what your big opportunity is. Uh, procrastinating on, so uh, for what I do, I have to sell sponsorships for the job I work for and raise money uh, for the programs that I run. But I also support my wife in her uh, movie company. It's an independent film production company. Uh, she's in production on a documentary kind of shifted to that to uh, number one, reduce the budget. But number two, we've got tremendous footage from investing our own money into her project. But now it's at the point where we need to finish that project and also need to begin to get financing for the feature film. And quite honestly, I procrastinate when it comes to reaching out to contacts that I know could be a conflict of interest. But I know that there's where there's a will, there's a way God is really showing up and providing us with tremendous resources and connections to get the project done. But I have to admit, I hesitate and procrastinate and put off making that outreach to people that I know would want to support uh, her project. So this is Victor and I'm done speaking. And Victor, why, why are you procrastinating on that? Let me ask you sure. that. I think a lot of it is, um, you know, I don't want to, do something that conflicts with my my day job, uh, but at the same time, I know I know that this project is going to really change and transform lives. And uh, there's just things that I know I need to do. Not not even the big 
pieces of of the big money. That's not really a part of it, but really getting out there, getting her brand out there, getting my brand out there more. And I think sometimes the comfort of just saying, hey, you know, I've got all this work to do. So then instead of doing a eight or nine hour day, maybe I'm doing a 10 hour day when I really need to uh, pull back a little bit, get that efficiency up so I can really invest more time into what I know is going to be our future together. So it's really uh, just loading up time uh, in a way that may not support uh, reducing that procrastination that tends to build up uh, day by day. And then those days turn into weeks, those weeks turn into months, but I'm, I'm getting better, but I sure would like to accelerate that a little bit more. Great. Thanks for the share, Victor. All right. Let's do one more share. Who, who else is procrastinating on something significant? TM, I see you, my man. Go ahead, brother. TM, you there, brother? Did we lose it? All right. Let's, uh, who else? I saw one more flash. We got one more flash. Yes. Someone want to jump in? And... Yes, this is yeah, Sharon. This is Sharon Campbell hey, with Sharon. Sharon Campbell Solution Group. I am procrastinating on um, starting my club on Clubhouse. I have a bit uh, plan to prosper institute for coaches. And for some reason, I am procrastinating to open up this club in this room. I've been trying and I find a re- I find a reason all the time to not finish doing it. Sharon, is it is it open right now? I, no, I'm still waiting. I haven't figured out what I'm waiting for. I have I've, I have I've did everything <laughs> but set, put it I'm just like push the button. Push the button, Sharon. They want this. And I know that because I've been doing coaching and have a um institute for coaching and I and coaches come through there and I'm just like Everyone kept saying, "Why? When are you going to open up?" And I'm just like, "I don't know." Every month, I push it back. All right, Sharon. So here, we're going to give you an opportunity today. If you're game, who wants to help Sharon open her first <laughs> open her club? It's Dr. Jamicia. I'll help. Yes. All right. So Sharon, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna circle back before the end of today's session. All right. Can you stay in t- till the end, and then we'll we'll oh, let oh, you yeah. announce your club. For a sec. That's cool. Glenn, you cool with that? I think we lost Glenn for a sec. But, all right. So, that's what we're going to do. All right? So, I'm going to let you announce it and then invite uh, people, some people over. All right? So, we're going to get you over that hump. And and now, what I want to break down for you guys. Okay? So, I don't know about you guys, but I rest, I wrestle with procrastination. And I know all of us do in some level. And procrastination is, I consider it... That and perfectionism, the two evil twin sisters of progress, okay? Uh, think of like the stepsisters of Cinderella, you know, those in- evil twin sisters that are just trying to st- stimmy you and hold you back and handcuff you and, and be that, that, those chains around your ankles. And, but I've, I've read this one book and then I created this guide called the Rapid Procrastination Elimination Formula. I put it in my book as well because I look at, all of our dreams, our dreams, our longings, our purpose, our path, and how many of our dreams are handcuffed by procrastination, and how many of our dreams 
can make a massive leap if we just move forward with a little bit of progress. And so I want you guys to imagine, okay, imagine you have a sheet of paper and if you're taking notes, this is perfect for you to do. But I want you to imagine that on this sheet of paper, you draw a square and the inside of that square represents 100% completion, okay? Um, but the way you get there is not try and complete it all at once. That's where most of us have a, a, a big mistake when it comes to procrastination. Because the reason is procrastination has many faces. But two of the best are good as the best enemy of the great and creative avoidance caused by procrastination and perfectionism delays us infinitely long, okay? So the first thing you wanna do, and I got this from uh, Dan Sullivan's um, book, uh, he created this book called 80% Approach, but I've also got it summarized instead of reading a whole book about it, basically got this core part summarized in about two pages in my book. But basically what you do, and it unlocks your creativity, unlocks your flow, and gives yourself permission. Here's the secret to overcoming procrastination. I've tried it a thousand times for myself and a lot of my clients, business partners that have used it. The secret is you start programming your mind. Hey, what can I do for the first 80%? What can I do to just take action right now? Move the needle forward imperfectly, not to completion, but to just 80% improvement. And then you do it again. So now, after that first 80%, I'm at 80% complete. That square is filled in 80%. Now I improve it again another 80%. Now I'm at 96%. That square is complete, 96%. Then I do it a third time. Now I'm at like 99.8%. Total of six times, there's this organization that most of us are familiar with called GE. Because Thomas Edison was the founder. And GE, as they've grown and matured as a uh, company, at one point they were the apple of, of, our, of an era. Well, they've been the apple of an era multiple times, but they were the uh, most valuable company in the world back in the uh, 90s, uh, late 80s and 90s. And this guy, Jack Welch, was the leader. Of, of GE, their CEO, for about 20 years. And he created this process called, and the team, the leadership, created a process called GE Six Sigma. And what it is, is it's the world's best process for reducing manufacturing errors, because they're producing, you know, airplane engines and refrigerators and appliances and all that. And so, like, excellence in uh, manufacturing is a big, big deal. They don't want many parts breaking down. And so it's called, consider the platinum standard. It's actually GE's Six Sigma process. And it's created the most, the fewest errors per million. But how they get there is actually six iterations of 80% improvement. So, like Ronald, uh, uh, that we're gonna meet here in a second, he reached out to me last week and just asked, hey, could we connect? Love what you shared. Uh, we got this nonprofit. He just took action, moved something forward 80%. Um, and I was like, you know what? I hopped on a Zoom, got to know this young man. He's 29 years old, leading a nonprofit in, in Uganda. Uh, loved his spirit and his heart. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see what I can do to help him. So we're going to see what we can do to help him this morning. But he made that progress, right? Victor, 
with what you're building, fundraising. What would be, Victor, I'm coming back to you now if you're still here um, and you're available. What would be a next 80%, not getting all the way to complete, but what would be a next 80% for you? And I've got an idea if you don't, if you're not sure. Did we lose Victor? I can't see him. All right. So Victor, you know, he's got to raise that, those funds. What's, what do you got to do to raise funds? You got to set the appointment. That would be the next step. How many of you guys, flash your mic if you got a book or a business or a next next idea that you want to start. I'm going to break that down here in a second. Like one of the things that I did for my first book, okay, and I have one done, uh, one out and released, and then about three more in the queue. Um, so the first 80% of a project, um, something like that, is what I like to call a mind map, um, where you just map it out on on a piece of paper and you can literally mind map out a whole book concept. You can map out a whole business concept. It's one of the secrets like Da Vinci used is he used mind maps um, because it, instead of going straight Roman numeral style down a sheet of paper, you actually create a mind map um, and, and you have that central idea in the middle and then you have next sub ideas kind of spread out around it and you just attach ideas to each of the sub ideas, all right? Or stories or whys. And you can do a mind map for a business or a venture uh, or a book or a speech if you're giving a speech um, or a sales opportunity or solving a big problem. You can do that in 30, 40 minutes and you basically have 80% of the plan. And then you, the next layer, like for my book, um, when I wrote The Genius Within, my next step was then to talk out each one of those points, use AI transcription service. And then within two or three hours, I'd spend about 45 minutes mind mapping um, on the first version at least. And then about two to three hours voice talking it out. And then I use AI to uh, transcribe it, my voice messages. And guess what? I had 40 pages. 40 pages like that. Okay. So it came together. And then the next step, I went through and rewrote and edited it and added things. So that was the third 80%. And now I'm at like 60, 70, 80 pages, whatever. And then I just kept writing and writing and adding stories. Um, so that's how the process really works. And I want you guys, uh, if you want the uh, rapid procrastination and elimination formula, that PDF, it's a six page PDF, um, the full version. So be glad to email that to anyone that wants that. Um, just shoot me uh, an email or shoot me a message with your email and I'll send that your way. Um, also, I cover some of that in the six steps to finding your genius. Like, since we're talking about you are the solution, you are the problem, um, man, we got to own that. We got to own our, when we take responsibility for our problems and for finding a solution, we become empowered. The word empowered means to put power into. Um, so I want to, want to empower you today to shift in procrastination, shift into um, your genius, shift into owning your greatness. And that's a big piece of what I love to talk about as well. So um, any other questions or comments? How does that resonate? Do you, does that make sense on how to overcome procrastination and who could see themselves using that right now? Let me see if there's any shares. Flash your mic or jump in. Hey, Mike, this is Ramon. It makes sense to me. I'm yeah, driving. Brother. I can't talk long, but just wanted to say it makes sense. I love it, and I'm listening. 
Ramon, you rock, brother. Always, always great seeing you. Um, all right. Anyone Mike else want to share real quick before I jump in to the next little segment? All right. Michael? Mike so, Yeah, go ahead. I heard a female voice first. Who is that? Hi, Michael. It's Maria. Thank you so much for this Maria. wisdom. Good morning. Michael, I my problem with procrastination is not so much about, it's just thinking of, it's not so much about not wanting to do something or fear of doing it. It's more like, how many more things should I be doing instead of, like you talked about sitting down for 40 minutes or, or some amount of time. I'm always thinking of something else I should be doing or could be doing. And that blocks me from being in action with the thing that I want to start doing, such as I want to create this whole pre-foreclosure program. And then I'm thinking, okay, there's 10 other things I have to be doing right now. How do you shut that noise off and get really like sit down and just do what you need to do to start this project? And then I'm happy to do 80%, but I just don't even do 1%. And that's, that's okay. I'm done. Maria, that's a great, great question. So you're talking about you get pulled, you got too many things that feel like I got to do these right now, right? Or I got all these other things to right. tackle. Yeah. So have you heard of the, um, uh, the urgent and important matrix or originally coined by Eisenhower, Dwight D. Eisenhower called the Eisenhower matrix? No, what comes to mind is Stephen Covey's Seven Habits, where he puts everything in a quadrant. That's what came to mind just now. Yep. Yeah. So what you need, and, and so it's a problem of prioritization. What and I, I, I've been coaching my internal team on this, and some of my mastermind members on this too. But what you do, you you draw two bars, you know, and an X, a quadrant with four different quadrants. Um, the one uh, at the top is important, but not urgent. All right. So like, for example, my writing my book or launching a new business, this other thing that you're talking about, uh, this newer, bigger project, the pre-foreclosure, the, you know, that bigger initiative, would that fall, fall under the important, but not urgent or the um, urgent and important? Maria, I'm curious. Oh, so starting it, say that again, I'm sorry. Yeah, would that be in the quadrant of important but not urgent or uh, important and urgent? I think it's urgent and important. Yeah, but here's here's the trick. It's actually really subconsciously and energetically because no one is like beating, be, like nagging you and, and uh, except yourself, right? No one's like on you about like, you got to start this, you got to start this, right? Like, there's no real urgency. It's just internal, whatever you want to create. Right. right. There's no deadline. Like, if I have a deadline, yep, I'm doing exactly. it. Exactly. So it's important, but not urgent. And the, the people that are the most effective in the world, so the four quadrants, important, but not urgent, urgent and important, then um, uh, not important and not urgent, and then um, uh, not important but urgent. So those are the four quadrants. The people that are the most- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five 
five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. The factor in the world actually spend most of their time living and operating out of important but not urgent. Okay, so that one falls in that important but not urgent category. If you can say, all right, like this is where the procrastination elimination formula, I'm gonna dare you right now, Maria, while we're on this clubhouse room, go ahead and start mind mapping out this concept. And it literally will unstuck you. I'd like write this idea in the middle. If you're, or if you're at a place with a notebook where you can write, um, put that idea in the middle. Put who is it for? What problems does it solve? Um, who are potential partners and collaborators? What's the course and program going to look like? How am I going to reach people? You know, just start asking those questions and answering those, creating thought bubbles and branches of, of thought, and you will have your first draft of that. Um, so, and feel free, Maria, here's what I would love for you to do. I want you to take a screenshot of your mind map and, and send it to me today via Instagram. And I'll take a look at it and I'll give you a voice note of feedback, okay? How's that sound? Okay. Sounds great, thank you. All right, you're welcome, cool. All right, did we have one more? I thought we had one more uh share i heard someone else share there's a guy i thought it was ed yeah ed go ahead my friend jump in i appreciate you helping me get unblocked today so i've got my uh i've got my legendary follow-up app that's been on my phone for over a year and i've procrastinated on getting the tutorial and uh support details together so i can actually start marketing the mobile app and uh, I think the fill in the box to 100% uh, is, is really an unblocker for me. So I appreciate you this morning and enjoying the session. Love it, Ed. Beautiful. Yes. Um, and guys, it's so true. If you just say, hey, our mind relaxes subconsciously. Like I'm a study student of neuroscience. Actually, <laughs> I have two clients that have PhDs in neuroscience right now that I'm mentoring. And one of the things I'm um, seeing, and they know way more about neuroscience than I do, I'm coaching them in other things, but one of the things, our minds get stuck when we're aiming for 100%. So that's where you want to soften it and say, you know what, how do I just get to the first 80%? I can get to the first 80%. Yes, all right, now I can go. Our minds calm down and minds say, all right, I can do that. No big deal. And, and you look at um, Silicon Valley, uh, Reid Hoffman, founder of LinkedIn. You know, he says, if you've released your first product and you're not embarrassed, you've released too late, right? He's, he knows 80%, 80%, 80%, improve, 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 but not seek perfection. Then it just, you can rapidly make so much progress if you just aim for that 80% improvement instead of 100% improvement. So one other thing, I'm gonna give you guys one other breakdown. So, um, and then we're going to jump in with my friend Ronald. Um, uh, last week, I was uh, I mentor some real estate developers, and I'm helping them build and step out of uh, uh, step out of operators to becoming more owners of their business. And they're some of the most successful, if not the most successful, luxury home builders in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And so, we're doing our session last week, 
and we're working through some of these things like important not urgent uh, uh, rapid procrastination finding their zone of genius like they've gone through my zone of genius process we're unpacking that because we want to find one of the things we wanted to find for them is what is their ten thousand dollar an hour activity or their one thousand dollar an hour activities um, because there's really four main areas we'll say the ten dollar hundred dollar one thousand dollar and ten thousand dollar an hour activities here's what i mean by that where do you produce like the, if if you had to if you drop that or if you failed in that or if you had to delegate that out where you would have to pay someone for that well in this case one of the partners his his best work is his most valuable work for the company is when he lands the contracts for the land and plans out what this community could be and visions and dreams and literally the night before you know we had our session at 9 30 in the morning the night before he had started working on a piece of land and got all inspired and got in this psychological state of flow and he spent more than uh well he spent he went from 9 a.m i mean sorry 9 p.m to 2 a.m and we had an early morning the next day, but he just got in flow state and was working on this. And he wasn't familiar with the, the terminology called flow state. And I'll break that down here in a second. But as he got in flow state, he realized, hey, he just loved doing this. And he was envisioning it. And no one else could do that as well as he could. And that's a place where he is desperately needed. You want to think in your work and your career and your job and your family life, where are you desperately needed? For example, in my family life, you know, I have a little beautiful daughter. Her name's Sonnet. I love the, like, I can't, I'm teaching her flashcard words and all these things. I want her by the age of 18 to know like 600 or 1800 words, right? Uh, age of 1800, 18 months, not 18 years old. <laughs> But 18 months, I wanted to know like 600 to 1800 words. And so I'm like, that's what my, my wife is phenomenal with empathy. And she's, she's a really good teacher, actually, too. But that's not the thing that she loves. I love doing that, right? Um, so on the family life, that's one thing I, uh, I love doing and love being there for her and, and guiding her towards that. And I can, I can help her with that a little bit more than my wife at this, at this moment. And my wife helps in a lot of other areas. Like she can, she can breast milk, like do the breast milk thing. I can't do that. Right? I'm not desperately needed for that. Um, but then back to the real estate developer. So we sat down and that Thursday morning last week that we went through this, he realized, Hey, I was in flow state and flow state is, is the psychological state where you're just locked in, in, in the zone, like as an athlete where you're just flowing and everything's coming to you and, and work becomes play. And most athletes, when they're in the zone, they're untouchable, right? Same thing for us. How do you get in the zone? It's really uh, four key areas. You got to have your emotional energy at a reasonably high level, your physical energy at a reasonably high level, your mental energy has to be clear, unclouded, um, uh, you know, and then your fourth area is your spiritual energy, your purpose, you're connected to purpose, and there has to be a healthy enough level of challenge. So Brandon, the real estate developer I mentioned, he's cranking and he's in flow state. And when you're in flow state, you're 500% more productive. 500% more productive. 
Now, how can we recreate it? We find those rhythms, find those um, at times in the day where, where our energy is at near a peak. So for me, most of it is in the morning. I love before, uh, before 11 a.m. Like when I wrote my first book, I wrote most of it between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. And I would take some nootropics, some matcha latte, and just rock it out, hit, get my noise-canceling headphones on, get in a place that I could look out a window and just crank. And I loved it. And I was in the zone, right? No distractions, no pressure from other people needing something from me at that point. Um, uh, so I encourage you guys, start as you start reverse engineering, how do I, how do I rise in productivity and an impact in the world? Well, you want to reverse engineer your flow state and how are you more likely to get in flow state? We talked about the four energy types, physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional, get those near a high level or peak state, block out the focus. Like as we were talking with Maria over there doing what you're, uh, most, most needed to do um, and and moving that procrastination forward. And the last thing, when you know your strengths and know your genius, guess what happens? You're twice as likely to step in a flow state. That's why D. Hawk, founder of Visa, he found when he researched leaders, the very best leaders in the world, he started as he retired from Visas and Visa credit cards and debit cards. He started researching and finding out what do the best leaders in the world do that ordinary leaders don't do? Well, guess what they do? They spend more than 50% of their time leading themselves. More than 50% of their leadership energy leading themselves. So they're doing something different. Socrates said to know thyself. It's the beginning of all wisdom. All right? So, so guys... Uh, I want to pause there for a second. Um, the the ten dollar, hundred dollar, thousand dollar an hour, ten thousand dollar an hour activity back with Brandon. So he's doing these developments. They produce those projects when he's in that flow state and, and putting land under contract and envisioning and making sure that's the right deal. That's producing millions of dollars for his company over over the next three or four years. Each time he does that, right? So. We all have those areas, and our job may not be exactly $100 or $1,000, but, you know, you got to become aware of that and then figure out how do I put that, that peak, uh, peak uh, responsibility, peak, peak opportunity, and put that in the best time quadrants, okay? So that's, you know, we all have the same 24 hours. It's what do we do with those 24 hours? So... Um, if you guys want more information on that, grab my six keys, uh, six, six keys to finding your genius guide. It's free. It's right up above and better yet, grab my book. It's also free. Um, and then you get the, uh, then you just have to pay shipping and handling, but you get the 80, 20 approach, the 10, $10, a $10, $10,000, $10,000 an hour activities. It's all in there as well. And rapid procrastination and much more. So um, and message me if you have any other comments or questions. Um, and now I want to do a little interview with Ronald. Any, any other comments or questions before I shift into an interview? All right. All right. Thank cool. you, Michael. I'm going to go dust off free mind. All right. Sounds good, Ed. And Ed, also feel free to shoot me. If you, if you break down the graphic or break down on a sheet of paper, your, your $10, $100, thousand dollar ten thousand dollar an hour uh items uh message me on on instagram and i'll give you some feedback too um if you want so all right let's do this guys 
I want to dive in with Ronald. And Ronald, uh, you're here. Can you post the link um, up above? Um, let's see, Ronald. Let's see. Can you flash your mic? Are you ready? Beautiful. All right, Ronald. Um, if you will grab your your link. And Ronald is the founder of a nonprofit in uh, in Uganda. And I cannot wait for you guys to meet him. He's a young, ambitious, twenty nine year old man. And one of my passions is just to give back and to support and support young leaders. And, um, you know, if you look at leaders from around the world, you know what, at nonprofits especially, like they face some challenges in today's world. And Ronald, I'd love, love for you to share a quick snippet. We'll go about 10 minutes before we wrap up. But tell us a little bit about your story, how you started your organization. Um, let's, let's start there. Wow, thank you so much, Mike. And uh, it's such a honor to know you, to connect with you, and also to be here at the breakfast with the champions. I love everyone here. And uh, briefly to, to talk about who is Ronald and why I do what I do. In a sentence, I would, I would say that Ronald is a living testimony of love, kindness, and generosity. I was born and raised in Uganda in a district called Palisa from a very humble family. If I talk of humble, I mean this was a kind of family where even poor people were calling us poor. And growing in a family of 11, it was not easy. Many people have come up with different definitions of poverty, but I can tell you, Ronald is a, a witness of all sorts of problems that a poor African kid can go through. I'm the only graduate in my family of 11. Both my parents were literate, and all we used to do was subsistence farming. I was helped by a gentleman called Charles Liri who was a volunteer in Uganda, in Care International, whom I met in 2015. He was from USA, and he, he had spent in Uganda two years, and he was left with a year to leave Uganda. Lily got to know me. He got to understand my situation, and when he asked, asked me about my future goal and what I wanted him to help me with, I didn't think of money. I said, I would love you to help me achieve the higher education. Because at that point, my dad had already told me he would not have the money to push me through university. Liddy selflessly adopted me, adopted my future. And when I joined university, I, I, I started seeing my colleagues dropping out of university signing for dead years and I started seeing them as me because I would be the same victim. Their parents had sold each and everything just to keep them in school but it was not all that easy. So I, I said what can I do? I was not that popular so I decided to engage into university leadership and luck enough 
I was voted as the resident campus commissioner for two terms. And I used my popularity to start a student movement with a mission to raise funds and save our colleagues from dropping out of school. And I'm very lucky and very proud that we were able to save over 200 university students, some of which are now selflessly supporting Ronnie Foundation. This compassionate feeling expanded to a community level because already there was need. There was, there was the, the passion inside me. Growing up, seeing my parents suffer, my community suffer, kept me thinking of what I'll ever do to change my, my, my family, to change my community, and also myself. Because nothing around me was ever enough. I lived in total scarcity, but what kept me going was the visualization and also the, 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 the transformative thinking that was inside me. So I started Ronald Foundation. Yes. It was. So Ronald, um, yes. Ronald, if I may interject, guys. So um, also, you know, one of the biggest things that I noticed with, with him is if you guys notice in his story, right, he grew up with very little. Um, he had someone that believed in him enough to help him with his education and, and then, but he didn't give, he didn't give up in the midst of adversity. Um, he went for it and he had, and you know, he's courageous with that and he didn't let things hold him back. Um, and then he's now created a nonprofit around there, around the same subject as helping others. And what I want to invite us to do here is breakfast with champions, being part of the solution um, for problems, right? Is I want us, uh, I want us to, uh, give back. And, and my, my quest is I want us to, he's, I just posted a link to one of his, uh, GoFundMe, um, launch that he has right now. And, um, basically anyone that gives, if you give more than, uh, $50 today, um, I want you to, um, just shoot me a message and I'm going to send you I'm going to send you $50 worth of books on my dime. I've got, uh, I'll send you a copy of my genius within a copy of my abundance journal. I'll send you also, uh, I've got a great book by John Lee Dumas called uncommon path, uh, to success. I'm going to send, send a copies of those books your way for anyone. Uh, really, let's say the first 10 people that send, uh, donate more than $50 to his organization. So the link is above. I'm donating to the GoFundMe. I want to invite you guys to do the same. Um, just give back. It's, it's joy. It, there's so much joy in giving back, um, as well. And Ronald, why don't we share, why don't you share a quick snippet? Um, cause we're going to be out of time here before long. Why don't you share a quick snippet about what you guys do? and uh and how you help children right now i'd love to love to unpack that just a second if you guys like this idea uh let's let's see how else we can support ronald and if you guys um want uh i encourage you guys reach out as well but anyway ronald tell us a quick snippet about uh what you guys do and welcome uh amelia if you guys don't know her she's amazing as well as jaylissa just saw her pop on stage too as well ronald uh tell us about what you guys do Oh, thank you once again, Mike. I want to say I'm the founder and CEO of Ronnie Foundation. 
and uh, the vision is to create self-sustainable individuals with all social amenities of life, regardless of their background, giving them stability and access to education. We are on a mission to reach out to less fortunate children, elderly single guardians through a strategic empowerment plan of feed and train with the aim of improving the quality of life among the vulnerable community members. We provide host families to 270 children and wife due to the destruction that was caused by COVID-19, we are unable to continue raising funds to, to rent the place where we were accommodating these kids. So we had to be innovative and ask the, the local families to give accommodation to these 270 children. We also provide a meal a day and other basic needs for the host family and the children that are hosted in there. Our main area of focus is education and we provide school fees, uniforms and scholastic materials currently to 270 children. And lastly, we also offer after school and healthcare support. I call them children because using words like orphans, neglected children, makes them feel that they are different, makes them feel that they are inferior. I like calling them children. I like calling them family. Our current focus is to establish a sustainable source of income for the foundation because it's also risky to depend purely on donation. And with this, we are looking at raising 100,000 US dollars. That is our long-term vision to establish a farm so that we can grow our own food. We can rear our animals and we can use the residue income to pay school fees and invest in other productive ventures. That will give us the capacity to impact over 1,000 children every year. And right now, the link that is posted up there, it's our current needs because we know all these children need to have something in their stomach. We need to keep them in school. And we are on the focus to change the mindset as well of the people because I believe poverty is not a problem. It's a symptom of a problem. Ronald, a great share, my friend. Thank you for coming on and sharing, guys. Give give Ronald some love. Shoot him a message. Uh, better yet, uh, grab uh, the link above, guys. And anyone that donates more than 50 bucks, I'm going to send you a gift of $50 worth of books and resources that will help you grow and expand. Um, just let me know when you send that. Uh, but let's let's at least add. I think we've got some generous people here in Breakfast with Champion. Uh, so I want you guys, I want to invite you guys, if you will. I'm going to donate uh, $500 this month myself to the organization, but I want you guys to go ahead and just click the link. If this resonates with you, um, it's like 50 bucks makes a difference in so many children's lives, feeds them for more than a month, helps equip them for schooling, education, and more. Um, so I'm gonna get, invite you guys, let's, let's be generous and find causes, um, find people that are committed to being the solution 
in their communities and solving the problems that they face. So Ronald, I honor you for your share. Um, and any other shares from Breakfast with Champion uh, around this before we bounce into, uh, I want to see if Sharon is ready, if she has posted uh, open our club, and then we got C-Rock coming on. And I also want you guys to start inviting people back into the room because we've got a great, great session coming up with C-Rock. Um, but any other shares real quick from Breakfast with Champion speakers uh, around uh, what Ronald's doing here. All right. Um, let's see if you do. Shoot me a message. And Sharon, flash your mic. Are you there, my friend? Did you, did you open your club? I will be open it. April the 22nd from 10 okay. to 11. And the name of it is Laser Focus for Coaches and Speakers. And it's All Eastern right. Standard Time. Beautiful. Way to go. All right. Very excited about that. Well, guys, now uh, let's go ahead and do a few shares here. Click the little share button in the bottom left. Let's get the shares up to uh, up to so let's go ahead and click on a few shares let's click on the invite and let's get this room cranking and hopping because we've got an epic session with rock so excited to have you this morning um and guys click the link shoot me a message if you've made the 50 dollars donation and i'll send you the box of goodies that's worth at least 50 dollars to support uh ugandan children and again guys uh, honored to serve you all and hope you guys found value this morning thank you for joining us on breakfast with champions if you want to catch the live version you can follow us on clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m to 11 a.m eastern time monday through friday saturday 6 to noon and sundays with our 111 sunday service make sure you're keeping up with breakfast with champions and getting yourself a seat at the table